Hi, this is Casey Scott for Vinegar Syndrome, and I'm here with Roberta Finley, the cinematographer of Shriek of the Mutilated. And this is this random opening with Michael <laughs> that was tacked on. Do you remember whose pull that was, by any chance? No, I don't. It probably was went by it too Adam's quickly. Whose pull? Did they have a pull? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure, but that's that's something that's tacked on usually to the to the to the movie. I think it was shot after the. Yes, production. I did not shoot that. I yeah. couldn't have shot that. No. It's. I think Almost it was to done. add more violence to it, because considering this title, there's not a lot of violence in it. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't a lot of mutilated, and there's a lot of shrieking, though. Oh, Alan Brock, I remember him. Yeah. He, wasn't he the professor? Yes. yes. Yeah, he was an older guy. And then Darcy Brown was in Bacchanal and for the Amaro Brothers. Well, and, I didn't shoot that. No. Shot that amongst themselves. Right, right. And there's your Am cinematography I credit. Uh, no, but this is these are the oh. these are the tech credits. Oh, so yeah, so screenplay so by Ed Adlam and Ed Kelleher. And then yeah, I think they got. Uh, Magnum. Yeah, I didn't know if you recognize it. Well, now you can't. <laughs> the names uh -huh. are the names are projected poorly. Um, but uh, yeah, and then Michael. I think this is his last uh, non. X-rated uh, directing credit, I believe, because then see. he did. Um, after this, I think he did Funk in 3D, which was the 3D movie. And oh yes, he yeah. would have done that. He yeah. was developing his 3D system. Right. Yeah. And you're credited with photography on that, but you didn't photograph that one. No, I had nothing okay. to do with it. Okay. Yeah, because I had a feeling because after you guys split, I didn't think you guys would go back to work oh no i was already split when we shot when i shot this oh okay oh yes how was that working oh in yes that relationship then <laughs> well uh i'd run away uh, uh -huh. i forget uh, months uh -huh. a year before I don't, I don't remember okay and ed adlam i vaguely remember called me well michael's dead so it doesn't make much difference mm -hmm. and said uh listen uh michael is a wreck he's cracking up mm. he can't direct this you have to come and shoot this and help him oh wow you were like his good luck charm i guess uh, <laughs> uh, wow i said how, how am i supposed to calm him down exactly mm -hmm. and uh, he said well if you're here he'll feel a lot safer okay fine i think i was living with a guy in hoboken if you okay. really want to know okay <laughs> always that's, that's where i ran the first time i ran you away. ran across the river uh, yeah okay and um so i i went there to help out it was a good samaritan mm. to help out uh the shoot yeah because he was a wreck My, michael was a uh how should I put it psychologically very damaged mm -hmm. in all kinds of ways yeah and well didn't i think you'd mentioned to me that wasn't he originally going to go into the seminary uh-huh uh, and Which... that was the first way that, <laughs> that, that, that was the that brought yeah. ruin to everything that he touched or did i guess yeah. he was too serious he was too he believed in yeah. this stuff anyway he was uh, a lapsed catholic mm -hmm. and uh, yes his he had had gone to cathedral college which, okay. which was a, a pre-seminary school. Okay. Unfortunately, the credits, at, at that time anyway, were not recognized by any other university. Huh. That's how I okay. met him. Okay. Because he, um, 
He went to uh, City College okay. to get credits to become, to get a degree. Yeah. Because he couldn't, they weren't recognized at all. That's really strange. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And that's how we met. Wow. This, oh, for your, one of your first shots of food <laughs> in your history. I know you like to shoot food. Oh, I guess I do. <laughs> yes. And more pop, yeah, and popcorn. I have popcorn. Well, do you I'm... remember this popcorn machine no, at all? No, okay. no, It's funny. I, sh- I should remember. Because I didn't remember. My favorite food in the whole world. And do you think this, so you'd mentioned that a lot of the, sh- well, not a lot of the shooting, but um, you remember shooting at Ed Adams' home. Is that correct? Do you no, I don't shooting? think so. Okay. That's that's where we uh, gathered to speak and, uh, no. Okay. So that was like the production hub. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess. Okay. I really don't remember this film. Where could this have been? Yeah, with a great mural on the wall. Do we call you Gee. Uh, it doesn't look like, uh, well, I mean, what do I know? But it doesn't look like a New York apartment. It looks like an no. actual house. But uh, yeah, Darcy Brown on the right. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember anything about her? Because you're in Bacchanal. I am? Yeah, you're like one of the mourners at a funeral in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you do some dubbing in it, too, because you and Mike both do dubbing on it. And so... Are you sure you're not yeah. getting it mixed up with every inch? Not, 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 not. No. With um, Chuck Vincent. Uh, 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 no, oh, I don't know. What were you in that Chuck Vincent directed? Uh, one of the last... Uh, X-ray films that he shot, I guess oh, it was. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm in one shot or one scene, a, a funeral scene. Oh. And my line was hussy. Oh no! Yes. And what movie was that? Oh, I'm gonna shoot I, myself. I don't know. I no, I don't remember. I can't remember it. No. And see, I, yeah, I don't remember that. That was not your line at the funeral in Bacchanal. No. But okay. you definitely were at a funeral. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Ameros loved her because she was in, I think, two or three of their movies. Um, and uh, Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, uh, a lot of these actors haven't didn't do anything else, so I imagine that they were from local stage, local theater actors in the city, probably. Yes. Now this, yeah, I think that's... That's handheld. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's handheld. A lot of it is, yeah. It's, but some, yeah. So I don't know what the setups were like on this. Was it just shot so quickly that there wasn't time for setups? Maybe. Well, uh, I I was always convinced that I was so steady that you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, it was true. After this is a thirty-five a wild airy, which does okay. weighs like twenty pounds, Jeez. something loaded. Wow. Okay. But it was true with a. Uh, Ari BL and a Panaflex because okay. they were like at 35 pounds loaded and I could not move. Mm. Uh, so that there's, I, I was a tripod. Right. So you had, mm-hmm. yeah. So there really, there had to be setups because the camera couldn't move. Well, no, I, oh, I held you couldn't, it. Yeah. Okay. So the handheld with yeah. that was the, way, the, uh, was way smoother. One, one of the ha- uh, waste of time mm-hmm. is setting up the camera. Yeah. Uh, lighting, of course, is yes. a much greater waste your fa- of time. Your favorite thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I saved a lot of money just mm-hmm. being the tripod. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, I like to imagine you on the floor shooting these yes, sequences, I yeah, I did. and people I dancing was. around you. Yes, yes, I did yeah. that often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this gentleman is going to tell a story. So the the professor is gonna is trying to take these people on a field trip to oh. the wilderness to go find a yeti. A yeti. Yeah. Okay. And so where, this guy where? here uh, somewhere. Yeah. See, it's like it's like Connecticut. I think it maybe was shot in Connecticut. You might recognize the locations um, when you see them, but this character went on an expedition with that with the uh professor before and he was like the sole survivor because there was a history of him going on these expeditions and nobody coming back oh alive <laughs> so so you would think that the university wouldn't let him do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ed the two eds decided in their script that that uh, that, that would be okay yeah Good. yeah yeah, what do you remember about Ed Kelleher, the writer? Ed Kelleher, as I said, he was a, a very sweet, uh, love, loving fellow, mm -hmm. uh, very soft-spoken. Uh, uh, it seemed like he would uh, fall apart if he yelled at him. Mm. Uh, That's uh, such a strange... Called him a dirtbag, like Ed uh. Adams' wife called him. You see, I wonder why that... I wonder why she did that. <laughs> well, so Ed Adams' wife did not care for him. No. Okay. But I guess she thought he was dirty. Was he like a hippie-looking kind well, of guy? Well, yes, or? in a way. Okay. He looked like a, and I can't remember the uh, species species of dog, but he had long reddish hair. Like an Afghan, maybe. No, no. Not a Labrador. Maybe a lab. Maybe a yeah. lab. Okay. Reddish, reddish hair. Yeah. Now, that's what he looked like, with okay. a very sad face. Okay. Uh, very tall. Okay. I yeah. think he shows up at, later in the movie when there's a big dinner sequence. I think he's at the table. So if you spot him, we'll, yeah. We'll, well, yeah, I'll ask you to point him out if you spot him. No, I, he was a very sweet guy. Yeah. Because he, he wrote two mo movies of yours before, I guess, you both retired from movies. Because... He didn't do... I think he only did two more movies after he wrote yours, but he did novels. Oh, did he? Yeah. He did... He did... Actually, I was looking up one of his novels. I forget what it's called. It's called, like, Anubis or something. And a used copy goes for, like, $300. Huh. Yeah. Apparently, it's very obscure. <laughs> <laughs> but he... I think he co-wrote it with Harriet. So, yeah, that was his partner in crime. Well, he brought her to us. Because, mm -hmm. like, we met Ed, obviously. Right. Like, the shoot. Right. And what do you remember about Ed Adlam? Because uh, how did, did you know him before this no, project? No, okay. no, no. I only met him here. Okay. And he was uh, kind of uh, enthusiastic okay. and um, energetic. And um, I don't think he had any knowledge of film mm -hmm. making, working, or how yeah. things are done. Okay. How he got involved in this, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, he had done a movie in the late 60s with Jack Bravman called Blonde on a Bum Trip. And that was for Distropix. That was for Farber and Morowitz. And so that was one where they, they all took, they, it was him and a third director. I forget Ed the third director. Ed Adlam Yeah, they, they, that, was his, that was Jack's first partnership in film was Ed Adlam. Um, I just, I saw Jack about three weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. How's he doing? 
It's fine. Good, 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 good. <laughs> he's still in real estate, or do you retire? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, he says it's uh, hotter than ever. He's in really? Florida. in Florida. Well, yeah. And uh, Boca Raton, actually. Okay. And he still looks like an old uh, Walter Matthau. Okay. Yeah, I recall that him, him resembling Walter Matthau in like his real estate picture on, yeah, <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, I saw him. He and his wife. Mm-hmm. And um, before we got on the ship to get sick, yeah, thank you. Goodness, I'm so glad that that didn't that <laughs> didn't end worse but than it did. Like, yeah. Well, we, we were. I. I goodness we, gracious. My brother and I were, were had three vaccines, three mm. shots. Yeah. And uh, his his symptoms lasted like five days. Mine were 10 days. Cold. I had a cold. That's good, though, because, yeah, I I just don't know what... I don't know. I think science has shown that if you hadn't had those boosters and the shots, then it would have been way worse. You'll be in trouble. Yeah. 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 Which is why it's wild that <laughs> that the one woman who's with you who isn't vaccinated. No, she's didn't not get alone. Sick. She's not alone. <laughs> not in Nashville. Not in Tennessee. That's crazy. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know those states. I do. I do. I was just in one of those states on vacation, and I yeah, it's crazy because you see all sorts of. There are people who have businesses selling like reelect Trump and all sorts of stuff all over the place, and it makes me really. Oh. Yeah, I know. But they can't do that. No. Well, they can't. I mean, uh, yeah. That's the real horror. That's more horrifying than this than this movie is the idea of having to experience that again. It's 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 entirely possible. Yeah. You might have to phone bank again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you did that for Hillary, did, right? No, no, for Obama. Oh, it's for Obama. Are you? I wouldn't do that for Obama. <laughs> Are you crazy? Why did I have that backwards? Okay, so no, you did do it for Obama. <laughs> that's you, right. Did you ever see what he looked like when he was younger? I did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. idiot. I know. Hillary. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> I know. No, it was the second, a second, the uh, second campaign. campaign. Okay. Yeah. Who was your running against then? I don't even remember now. Uh, John McCain. It was McCain. No, no, Palin? no. It was uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney. Oh. See, I keep forgetting all of that because the four years of Trump eliminated all previous election yeah. history now, first, in my mind. First it was John McCain, and then it was Mitt Romney. Right. And okay. uh, Mitt Romney would have been okay. In comparison, yeah. John yeah. McCain was pretty yeah. conservative, but not nuts. No. Or stupid. The, okay, so, okay, so this sequence is the most, I think this is the most like a Michael film, this sequence. So it's a double murder. <laughs> it's a, it's a uh-huh. murder. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, because Michael's... Um, yes. Michael's deaths in his, in his films were generally pretty creative i mean yeah <laughs> so this uh hi yeah don't remember any of this no yeah so it's not it's not terribly graphic but it's it's uh yeah and and it's not over though <laughs> because, uh-huh. so, yeah and actually he kind of looks like michael in that yeah, um, bathtub. The only shot bit. I remember is a guy in a bathtub with uh, who's electrocuted with a. That's it. Th- yep, this is it. So because she drags herself in, 
and plugs the toaster in. That's all I remember. I remember <laughs> Which that. Which is so, it's, yeah, it's really out of left field. And this sequence is usually cut out of versions of this movie because <laughs> it really has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. So, yeah, that lighting is good too, Roberta. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, I wasn't much, didn't know much yet. Mm, okay. Uh, well. Well, because is this before, because you had already done, yeah, this was after you'd done the slaughter in Argentina. Yes. Okay. Well, the slaughter was sort of the first picture I shot, shot. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I yeah. remember that. And you don't remember whose bathroom this was by any chance, do you? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, this is... It's very. I'm uh, sure it's that, very it, that it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Michael loves stuff like this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which is which is wild because like yeah. The flash bulb. I love that. I'm I'm sure it was not at Avlum's house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually surprised Michael didn't. Well. I'm surprised he didn't play that role himself, actually, because it is very, like, <laughs> it's very Julian Marsh. The the characters that he played in the he, 60s, the guy with the eye patch yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know where the name Julian Marsh is from? I know this, you don't but it's buried know. in the back of my head. Why don't you enlighten me? <laughs> I'm cultured, I promise. I should know this, but it's not like he called himself Harold Lyme, which, you know, no, is from No, I Third gave Man. him the name. It's Warner, yeah, it's Warner Baxter's uh, character's name in 42nd Street. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. Which is uh, Warner Baxter. Yeah. Is it Warner Baxter? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not Warren William. I no, get, no. I get those two no, mixed no. up just no, because no. of the name. Yeah, no, no Warren William was, was yeah, different. Um, no, it's Warner Baxter, wow. who I was always very attracted to. Yeah. But uh, it's his name in 42nd Street. Nice. Julian okay. Marsh. That's interesting. Yeah, so he so basically he signed all of the more questionable movies with Julian Marsh. And then he signed other movies with, with his real name. And oh. I guess it was just up to him which which he felt like using <laughs> <laughs> that name. I'm not sure what his, uh, what his logic was but, there. No. Who can guess at that? I know. Who's... He was uh, quite unstable. Yeah. Well, because he was essentially directing you as the cinematographer on this movie. Yeah. What was he like as a director? Did he did he have confidence as a director? Did he know what he wanted? Gosh, what a question. Uh, I believe he did. I mm. I, I don't remember this particularly, mm -hmm. but I sort I remember somewhat. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Oh, what? The uh, slasher movie. The, um, um... That he made? Well, no. The I can't think of the film. Huh? I think you just mentioned it. 1973. Oh, uh, sla uh, slaughter. slaughter? Yeah, Slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, snuff. Yes. Yeah, later Snuff for Shackleton. But he, right? uh, he was fairly self-confident there. And crazily enough, I know it's hard to believe, the whole crew was Spanish, except me. Yeah, which blows my mind. Like, how did that film even get completed he, with that he language He spoke barrier? Spanish. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, not fluently, but mm. enough to speak Spanish, but he decided that he needed somebody uh, who didn't, <laughs> didn't translate <laughs> right. to be the cameraman right. so that he 
he'd get something yeah. direct. Right. And that was me. Yeah. I said, well, I don't know how to do this. And I didn't at the time, mm -hmm. actually. He said, well, you just press that button and yeah. it'll, it'll work. And what camera was that? Do you recall the, that first camera? I, I'm sure it was an Aeroflex. Okay. And Must was it 16 or 35? No, it was 35. Oh, it was 35. Yeah, okay. very rarely did we shoot in 16. Okay. Uh, NASA Dika, you should pardon the expression, was I love shot that movie. in 16. Yeah. Because I was pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's less heavy to carry around. That, that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, you don't so have to exert yourself. I made yourself. that concession. Yeah. And during that shoot, not only was it less heavy, but I contracted poison ivy. No. Oh. <laughs> well, it's all outdoors. Yeah, I guess that's why. Yeah. He loved the outdoor stuff, too. Like. Well, as Stan Borden said, what is this? Massa <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Yeah, I, I don't know how well that movie did success uh, financially. Uh, it's hard to sell because it, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Take Me Naked. It's very artsy. And so yeah. I don't know what audiences would have thought of that if I they thought know. they were just going to see a lot of naked so, women. Is that the one based on La Chanson de Billeté? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Walter. Michael is a big Pierre Louise fan. Yeah. So. so he was he 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 liked the arts. He had he was literate and had a. Oh yes. A, a, he oh, liked surely. All that. Uh, okay. uh, yes. Yeah. Not musically. Mm -hmm. but, no. Uh, yeah. Literally, he was. Yeah. Well read. That's good. And, you kind of uh, get that impression with. I mean, if he's going to make a movie like Manasadika or Take Me Naked, which is like all poetry. Was yeah. it? Yeah, most of the narration is poetry. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's another one that I imagined that Stan Borden was like, what the hell is this? Like, well, <laughs> am what, I going to sell this? Wasn't I in that? <laughs> you were. You yeah. were the star of that. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. remember the, the score, the track. Yeah. It was all Michael reading poetry, basically. Yeah. Oh, it was very so yeah it was <laughs> well i don't know i mean i always like when i hear michael's voice on dub tracks and i also love when i hear your voice on a dub track well, because that's wrong he he had a he had a good voice he uh -huh. had a good speaking voice yeah without any bronx or brooklyn inflections well he had like boston inflections cause, oh really yeah because i'm thinking of like touch of her flesh and he's like that my wife claudia like <laughs> he has he has sort of a boston accent and so it's an interesting oh, it's an interesting came comparison from 63rd street new york avenue that's where he came oh from. really yes oh, okay his, his father was a, a janitor of a series of buildings that mm. are still there actually yeah and uh he was I know you've heard this a million times. Oh, there's my armadillo. I was going to ask. That's my armadillo. Yes, because isn't it a peer layer in another, another yeah, movie made with I, Walter? It's home. It's sitting on a bench. Yes, yes. You've mentioned, yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> Michael bought me that in Argentina, although this is. Yes, this is after. Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's my armadillo. Yeah. So I featured it, yes. Yes, exactly. Got to have foreground business. That's really that's really nice. I like that. And I don't know where that armadillo would have come from in this like upstate New York. Area. I don't know if they have armadillos up there. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he came from uh, 63rd New York, mm. and his uh, father was. Uh, he said, and I, I 
believe it was was actually brilliant, but he was a a, a uh, super janitor. Oh, okay. That's what he was reduced to. He's a, a Scotsman from uh, um, Aberdeen. Okay. And his mother was a lunatic uh, Irish Catholic. Uh, oh, gosh. So another one of the source <laughs> of his problems. Oh, yeah, indeed. Yeah. His mother was a great source. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's such a yeah. bummer. As she said, I'll, I'll never forget, um, but she meant well. Mm. She said, well, better to marry a Jew than live in sin. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. Both of those. Uh, there's both flaws to those lo- that logic. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think. Yeah, I imagine she meant well, but it's just. No, uh, she didn't actually. Oh, she did not. Well, oh, she, she did not mean well. Shouldn't care for the name Hershkowitz at the. No. 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 This this all looks familiar to me. Yeah, it's a really nice. Uh, it's a really nice house somewhere. And there is a bridge nearby because they crossed the bridge. So, um, And this guy, I don't know if you remember this guy. His name is uh, Ivan or Ivan Agar. No. Okay. Because he has only done one other movie uh, that was done by a guy, Charles Romine, in 68. Uh, uh, so this was a couple years after. But, uh, the, oh, okay. Yeah. And this girl, I don't know if you remember her at all. No. No. Okay. Because her, one of her only other credits, she did a movie for uh, Joel Reed called Bloodsucking Freaks later. <laughs> <laughs> so well, she, nice. yeah. So she went from Shriek of the Mutilated to Bloodsucking blood Freaks. Shriek. Yeah. <laughs> Good titles. I see. Yeah. And the, yeah, it has this gorgeous lake, so I'm not sure where this location was. Well, Adam's house was, was not on a lake mm. that I okay. recall. Okay. No. Yeah. And this guy playing the yes, piano. Yes, he's familiar to me. Yeah, his name is Tom Ellis. Oh. Uh, yeah. But it's spelled T-A-W-M on the credits but T-A-W-N yeah which I think is because maybe he was Union and this wasn't Union so maybe he was trying not to get caught or whatever but he definitely looks familiar I've seen him somewhere before not through this movie but this guy at the piano was the head of the Blood Farmers for Invasion of the Blood Farmers which uh, Ed and uh, Mike did a couple yes, of years before. That's right. See, I always thought that these movies were done together, but it doesn't. It doesn't sound like they were, because if you weren't involved, no, I with wasn't Blood involved. Farmers, I, I yeah, no. yeah, no, yeah, no job, no, no. purpose, and no. blood farmers. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. So, why is it such soft focus on your screen? It might be. It might be just the quality of this transfer. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, when the, when this when the Blu-ray comes out, it'll look better. But um, yeah, and this is one of those movies that has never looked great on. Uh, oh, on I know video. him. Wait, the professor. Uh, Alan. Alan Bates. Alan, not, not at Bates. Uh, no, I wish. <laughs> I love Alan Bates. Yes, he from Women in Love to this. Yeah, <laughs> he made that transition. Um, is it Alan Brown? Oh gosh, something with a B. 
He's, he's off camera. He's mm. gone. There he is. Yeah, this guy in the red. Yeah. I don't think he did... Uh, well, if he did other movies, they're not easy to track down because uh -huh. I haven't been able to find anything else he did. But the main source of trivia for him is that he was born and died in the same house in upstate New York. Uh... Oh, <laughs> so that, he was born somewhere impressive. in like 1905 and then, and then he died in like the mid 80s i believe I see. in the same house um, well, that, that's an impressive feat yes and not something i would think of happening in the 20th century but <laughs> <laughs> it kind of seems like something very old-fashioned um he looks he looks familiar to me yeah and so this yeah so you weren't involved in post at all on this because I know Michael edited it. Uh, well, if he did, then I would have no uh, right. role. Okay. Yeah. Because he does put a lot of, like, um, he used a lot of Berlioz. Oh, uh, did he? Really? Yes. He did the Symphony Fantastique. He put a lot in this. Yeah. And then in a lot of his, and I mean, Manasadika, I think, has it, too. And uh, some of his other earlier movies for Stan Borden have it, too. I think you were. I think you were a good influence on him in that way. Because if <laughs> well, he didn't, I'm, I must have given him all the records. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if, whether it was he and I went to Sam Goody's or mm. I alone or yeah. whatever. And I just uh, picked stuff out of the bins. It's all um, yeah. Records. Mm -hmm. It's all acetate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there were no uh, cassettes. Or, right. Uh, and I just buy the record for a buck yeah. or whatever and um, it would be transferred to 35 stripe okay. and then it's laid in against the film okay. but uh, I, I must have instructed Michael in what to buy mm -hmm. I, I probably because yeah I think because with your taste in classical music and your background I don't think music, he knew much about it yeah I think it's something that you would know oh yeah I did yeah, you would I know. do yeah. I did yeah, exactly. Yes, you still do, right? <laughs> that 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 knowledge hasn't gone away, no. right? Yeah. But I don't think he had any uh, wide knowledge of what music was, yeah. or not was, but what it sounded like or how it would fit on film. Right. And I know he was into he was a a big film person. Were you a big film person as well? Did you like cl uh, different types of film at that time, or? Uh, uh, yes and no. Mm -hmm. He he introduced me to films that I never heard of. All the mm -hmm. films that I ever saw were on Channel 13. Yeah. Uh, that I watched on television and so forth. And uh, I guess as a kid, my mother took me to the movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, there, and then there was a rerun of The Wizard of Oz. I remember no. that. Yeah. Um, but he he introduced me to all all kinds of films. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we went to. Uh, uh, Musée de Cinema, and there he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Belgique, night after night after night. Mm, okay. And um, yeah, he he did clue me in. I, wow. I'd never seen a silent film before. Right. Uh, I was 16 and yeah. <laughs> intolerant. Right. Yeah. What was that experience you mentioned? You played the you played did you piano accompaniment yes. for that? Was yeah. that like a film club or something that he ran? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so he uh, ran a film series, a fi silent film series, out of the library at on the city college campus. Oh, okay. Which they let him do, and I got five bucks a pop for nice. a uh, score. Yeah. 
And uh, gosh, definitely got their money's worth for intolerance <laughs> with, that, with the length of that. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. Did he give you any any warning? No. This, is, this movie is three hours long. No. <laughs> oh no. my goodness. So he's he's started uh, with intolerance mm. how did i know this was a great masterpiece i had right. no idea right. and what i did was i didn't uh, i'm incapable of improvising mm. anything okay at all so everything was uh, classical music that i knew of mm -hmm. that i played against the film that i thought yeah. it was appropriate and i was most proud of the uh uh, uh the leitmotif that's german uh for um the um, pictures in an exhibition, the Great Gate of Kiev, introduced mm. the motif of intolerance each yes. time it oh, appeared. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was proud of that. Uh, oh, how, many, how many screenings of that were there that you had to do piano accompaniment uh, to? It wasn't just a one-time No, I, I, I don't, I think there were three. Oh my gosh. Nine yeah. hours of nine, nine hours of yeah. your life. That's great though, because at that time you were studying, you were a music major. Yeah, I was so a music major. You got to exercise. And I time. got told, not not in the most uncertain terms, that if I didn't stop doing this nonsense mm -hmm. and this garbage with film making, mm -hmm. that I would be tossed out of the music department. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. I said this is this is trash. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Oh These goodness. were all the uh, German Jews that had mm. escaped Germany, mm -hmm. and they ran the department like a Nazi. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. so I didn't, and they didn't throw me out. Yeah. Oof. I just ignored them. Right. Well, I don't know. I was <laughs> I was afraid of them. That's kind of that's kind of intense though yeah for city college it's kind, of, it's kind of like listen like but but he had all kinds of films lined yeah. up jo the joyless street uh, mm. tartuffe oh um, yeah uh, murnau the yeah murnau um, one. golly what else these are all films that i just made up stuff yeah uh, uh, pieces of music that i already knew right did he do like any did you have to do anything for like chaplin or keaton did he do comedies no no, no. No. No, I didn't have any chat. There were no chaplains. Okay. Was he sort of similar to you in that? Uh, well, I know you've mentioned that you're not really a comedy, a fan of comedies. No. You like serious <laughs> stuff. Was he like that too? Was he? Was, yes. Do you I guys were both like right. comedies are not for us? Yeah, I okay. believe that's right. What his main interest in life was killing women. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he didn't do it, right? Well, like... <laughs> that's the thing. So I, I maintain that since he sort of got his catharsis out on screen that yeah. he didn't have to do it in real life. Right. But uh, well, he's a tremendous you. coward, so I don't think he would have uh, no. done it. No, I don't think but so. But that, that was his interest, killing women. Wow. Hmm. On film. Yes. At least he did it on film and didn't become like the son of Sam or That's something. Right. You yeah. know, could have been way worse. So Julian Marsh was kind of his alter ego, I guess. Yeah. In, or Richard Jennings, Richard Jennings was his character. Right, Richard Jennings was his alter That's ego. That's the guy in the wheelchair with the eye patch? Yes, yeah. Then he didn't start that way. <laughs> and for the rest of three movies, he ends up with an eye patch and then in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the first one, he's fine. Right. <laughs> you, you've been in a car accident. Yeah. It's very serious, but you'll be all right. You've lost your left eye. Yes. That was a friend of ours. <laughs> I'll never forget to deliver those lines. That's great. 
you do uh, a little thing. I forget which one it is, but you do um, you do like a dubbing of a news. You play a news reporter, and so you do some kind of news report where you say Richard Jennings has escaped and he's on oh, the loose and no, no doubt, <laughs> and he killed these this girl and that girl, and it's like a wrap up of of it's like a recap. Uh, I think it's for maybe the third or second movie. Oh, I don't know. But it's great because it's like, yeah, this is who I'd want to hear tell me the news. <laughs> I'd want to hear Roberta Finley's voice on the radio telling me the news. Yeah. It's wild. Well, I did what I had to do. Yeah. Well, I think there's another one where you play a really, uh, well, dubbing, a really angry wife that he kills. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> who's, who's complaining and complaining. Yeah. But. Yeah, you were because you were very young then. Yes. When you, when yeah. you were with him, yeah. Oh yeah, no, uh, I left home when I was sixteen. Okay. Um, and I lived with him when I was seven, sixteen. Okay. <laughs> wow. But I, I, we got married when I was eighteen because nobody would marry us because I was underage. Wow. Yeah, and mm. I did not in the whole wide world universe want to get married. <laughs> no. No. Well, especially, yeah, because at that age, you have the whole world ahead of you. Well, I just didn't want to get married. Right. But he did. Yeah. That's the, and his the mother Catholic did, and... said, better a Jew than to live in right. sin. Well, how did your family react to you marrying Oh, I him? was long gone. Oh, so there was no... Uh, it didn't. I guess it didn't matter what they thought at that no, point. No, no. Like, no. Uh, it was a confrontation of sorts, mm-hmm. and... And then after a while we visited them, but I was never back. Right. To no. Okay. The the first thing I do remember this, uh, Michael came to pick me up mm. at home, which I almost mm. never let a guy do because yeah. it was so horrible. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> slum. Right. And uh, my father opened the door, and the first words, first thing he ever said was, "Get off the chair." Was he on? <laughs> Michael was six foot four. Yes, giant. And, yes. And my father was my size. Yeah. Wow. So that was the first. It is a very interesting contrast. So he said, "Get off the chair." Oh wow. That that was their introduction. Oh, not great. <laughs> no. No. I mean, was your introduction to his family better? Oh yes, sure. It was. His father it was, not was, as was lovely. Yeah, mm. uh, his mother was taught to be sweet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds like she was very difficult. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, she had three sons to mm. do this oh, to, well. and she did it to two of them. Really? Yeah. Oh. The third escaped and was a chemist at the Pfizer. Mm. Oh, but, okay. But the second one went went through the seminary. Mm. Don oh, Woody, and he okay. was—he could have been a priest. Yeah. But he became the head of a nut house instead of wow. <laughs> Long oh, Island. Lord. And what an interesting career transition after the seminary, yeah. huh? Okay. And and as he said to me, the only difference between myself and the patients is the desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really uh, gives me a, a lot of confidence. <laughs> not very encouraging. No, yeah, that's yeah, that doesn't give me a very uh, encouraging thought that I'm in the no. right place and I'll be taken care of. It, but um, and, uh, he was 
and the other two brothers were taller than mm. Michael. He was the runt of the litter. Oh, my goodness. Well, they're big Scotsmen. Yeah. His father was a big, big, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, mm. and uh, the brother that was left. Not doctor or whatever, mm. director of the institution, fancied himself a a, a, a tenor singing. Um, oh. Yeah. Singing leader. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> How did you, as a music uh, well, person, that feel, was about, a problem. feel about that? that yeah. was... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play piano for him to sing along to. I did, I did. You I did. did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was not ha- I wasn't happy. <laughs> Well, who was his audience for these uh, occasions? Well, uh, we just practiced. I don't remember that we actually performed in front of anyone. Okay. But it, it was hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone could be a tenor. No. No. Schubert leader. Yeah. Well. Mm. Yes. Those are. Yeah. yeah. Those are for professionals. Not. Uh, my my yeah. biggest triumph of my life mm. <laughs> my career was as I told somebody other was um, I don't know how it was arranged a performance of me mm-hmm. playing the Schumann piano concerto with the New Jersey Symphony in um, I don't remember where it was in New Jersey mm-hmm. uh, that was my wow. triumph oh my gosh yeah so there mm. did you um did you like horror movies at all? No. When you were making, even before you were making no. them, you didn't like them? No. I found them very boring. No. No. Because I wasn't sure if maybe in terms of like classic films you liked, I don't know, like the Val Luton movies that Jacques oh, Tourneur yes, did, like yes. Cat People. And... The Cat People are, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Those not... aren't really, yeah, They're... I don't know if you can classify them as horror films. But... How did I do that? I opened an... Yeah. I opened the lens. Yeah. Did I do that? I think so. I don't think it's the transfer. I think so. I did that. Yeah. Every once in a while, I close it down. You have to. You have to un. If there's a lens that has clicks, you can't mm. do it. Okay. But if you can unclick it, you can smoothly close it down, so it looks like it's fading yeah, out. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, what was your question? Uh, oh, oh, horror the, movies. Yeah, like horror movies. Val Luton, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that they're great. But, but his are very um. Like psychological. Psychological, yeah. yeah. No, I can't stand cheap, crummy horror movies. Right. Uh, if you include Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. okay. Right, and that's another one that's kind of like, is it is it a horror movie? Because <laughs> it really is just like. I don't uh, know. I mean, it definitely has elements of horror. Yeah, but that's that's a wonderful. If right. You, if that's a horror movie, then that's. Right. Fine. Were you a Hitchcock person at all? Oh yes, okay. sure, sure. And his stuff is more suspense, I guess. Yeah. 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 I'm a big Hitchcock fan. I suppose I could name every American film he made. Yeah. Good Here. stuff. Look. Which is, do you have a favorite? Uh, There's so many. Let me see. A favorite Hitchcock film. Well, I sat over the doubt. That's great. Everybody says that. But it's great. Yeah. I mean, that was his personal favorite. I Everybody believe. says that. Do they? I think most people no. say Vertigo now. And well, I that, think Vertigo's fine. Too, uh, I prefer, like, if, with Jimmy Stewart, I prefer Rear Window. Um, yes, yeah, so do which I. Which is, like, it's a perfect movie. But Vertigo is, uh, doesn't, I, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Yeah. Much. It's kind of, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and also I just can't imagine someone being that obsessed with Kim Novak. (laughs) Because she's kind of really, like, vapid in that movie. So I'm just like, why are you obsessed with her? (laughs) Well, she's always like that. I know. Even in Picnic, which is, like, the closest she came to her performance. But that's more Rosalind Russell's movie, I think. Because she's great Oh, yeah. 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 What was her name? In which one? In uh, Picnic. Uh, Miss, Miss, uh, I don't remember. I just remember Kim Novak and Rosalind Russell in that. Yeah. And I don't remember who, oh, didn't somebody play the mom in that? Oh, yes. Well, uh, Verna Felton was the next door neighbor. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a deep dive. I would not remember that name. <laughs> good for you. Yeah, so you know the Hollywood names. That's good. And the mother was... God. It wasn't like Dorothy. It wasn't Dorothy McGuire. No, 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 no. no. Much uh, too young yeah. for that. At that yeah, time. because at that time she was in like friendly persuasion around that time. Uh, the mother. Yeah, the mother of uh, Kim Novak and. And there was Susan that... Strasberg. Yeah, Susan Strasberg is the sister, who's really good in that. Yeah. Now I really want to watch that movie. I'm not a big fan of that director, but uh, Josh Logan, I think he's... Yeah, well, he wasn't really a movie director. No, not really. Not really. From, sort of from the stage. Yeah, I think that's how he got into film. I think he kind of attached himself to the project, but... um, It's interesting, though, because watching this, there's so much outdoor footage, and it's like... And I'm also remembering the slaughter... um, and uh, like Altar of Lust and, and some of your other early ones where there's so much outdoor stuff. Really? Yeah. Altar of Lust? Yeah. Was Altar... I outside? Yeah. Well, uh, for the first uh, like quarter of the movie, like she's <laughs> she's raped in the outdoors um, at the beginning of the movie. Um, I wonder where I shot that. Yeah, I don't know. This, it looks familiar to this, though, so it's possible. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember... This would have been all arranged by Ed Adlam, mm-hmm. the the uh, <laughs> the exterior. I mean the locations. Right. What was the? Uh, oh yeah, I'm thinking of the mansion, huge mansion that we rented. We, I, I was mm. the cameraman mm. uh, on a film called Acting Out. Yes. Yeah, one of my favorites. You've actually seen Oh, yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> I mean, I like the concept. I don't know if the execution is, is great, but I like the idea. And you clarified on an earlier commentary we did that you did the casting on that. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. You well, did. they didn't know any dirty film people. Oh, right, but I don't know if you got credit on that for that. Well, that's okay. I thought Dorothy Palmer did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, D- the great Dorothy Palmer, the great casting genius, Dorothy Palmer. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You did you use her? Did you ever use her? Or if you did, did you I, ever do it again? <laughs> I think we did. Okay. Once we, I'm not sure who we is. It yeah, must maybe have been Michael. Walter. Oh, maybe. I I, okay. I think that she's before Walter. Okay. Oh, maybe with the uh, maybe with Shackleton. Well, that's maybe. possible. Maybe that's for Angel possible. on fi- maybe Angel number nine. That's possible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She it's, was still going as recently as like ten years ago. Yeah, you told yeah, me that. Yeah, interesting lady. But um, yeah, Carter Stevens 
said she was like the worst casting director ever because you'd request <laughs> a specific type and she'd send you com- somebody completely different. Um, I really, yeah, I'd love to know whose house this is. I wonder. And then there's a greenhouse attached to the house yeah. too. So it's like I, a big that's estate. Yeah. It's definitely not Ed's house. Okay. Well, he must have rented it somewhere nearby, probably. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if it was somebody, maybe uh, maybe Ed had a family friend or do something. You, do you guys, I mean, you bought, uh, you or whoever, yeah. uh, Joe bought it from Ed Adlam. No? I believe so. I think that's who they got it from. Yeah. Well, he must remember where. Yeah, I think he he's going to, I think, well, I hope he's going to be interviewed for this release. I don't know if they have or not. Because he, he was involved with the Blood Farmers when that came out. Yeah. That came out from a different company. Yeah, but he must remember that, that yeah. he, he would own this personally. No? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So this so there are conflicting reports on, um, on IMDb and other places that say that you shot other stuff with Michael after this movie. So... Oh, yeah. well, well, it's entirely possible, and okay. I just don't remember. Okay. What could it be? Well, your name is on Funkin' 3D, oh, and no. I would think you would remember that. No, I had nothing Okay, to and then no. your name is on something else called College Girls. Oh, no. For Distropix that he did. No. Okay. Not I. Okay. I like to clear these things up. <laughs> It's probably Take some things off your resume. my name in so it'll yes. sell more tickets. Well, well, I also wonder if people just all automatically think that whatever Michael did, you were involved with, without knowing the fact that you no. were separated. When Once you separated, I don't think you guys crossed paths no, that no. frequently. I can't remember any path crossing after this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, as I said, he didn't do anything. I ran away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, one Thanksgiving night. Oh wow! <laughs> Thanksgiving night. <laughs> I think it was the, or the next day. Yeah. Uh, I I met a guy at uh, one of his friends at a Thanksgiving day okay. night party, yeah. and uh, I said, uh, he said, well, won't you come and live? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I said, okay. Yeah. Well, you were young. Yeah. At that time. And I would think that if if that's what it took for you to leave, I would think there was a build-up to that. I wouldn't think it would just be something that you randomly decided, you know what, I'm not into Michael anymore, I'm going to leave. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, sort of. This, this I can tell you this, mm. it was uh, the period of just after snuff, mm. after slaughter. He okay. and Jack... Went yes. to California mm-hmm. to sell the slaughter yeah. to somebody or other, anybody yeah. that would buy it. And because of his neuroses, mm-hmm. uh, they had to take a bus. Oh, yeah. He's afraid of flying. <laughs> the bus cross-country. Yeah. Wow. So with, with the cans of film, I'm guessing? I guess they had a print, they had, print yeah, with they had them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They must have had a print with them in those days. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, it took too many days, and uh, so I was left alone to do bad stuff. Well, yeah. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cat? Well, the cat's away. Yeah. <laughs> right. oh, Chuck Vincent Chuck Vincent movie. movie, right, exactly. Yeah, because that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, was, didn't Shackleton distribute that? 
Oh, while the cats. Yeah. Oh yes. He so. had Chuck's films at. Because uh, he did that. He did Voices of Desire that Chuck did. I think I Blue Summer that. he did. Um, I don't know that. I'm surprised you remember While the Cat's Away. Yeah, and Miss, Mrs. Barrington. Mrs. Barrington, that, that's yes. Where I, that's where I say hussy. That's what it is. Okay, yes. And I have not seen the movie in so long. Okay, I'm going to read yeah, this. I didn't that. shoot that. No, I just... No, I think that was Stephen Caldwell. Yeah, Caldwell. Yeah, yeah. Which he, Chuck used him a lot. Yes, But then did. you got him for Clem Digger's Daughter, which I never understood. Yes, I did. Yeah, because I know by that time you were shooting everything, so yeah, I'm not I don't sure. Know, I don't know why I hired him. Yeah, I don't know. Did <laughs> I, Alan... No, he had nothing to do with favor? it. I, no. I think I thought it was uh, too much work to do this on location with okay. all the people, and oh, I needed yeah, a maybe. cameraman. Okay. Know. Yeah, and I don't know where he ended up. I'm still trying to find him, but... Uh... Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Barrington. Yeah. I shot one picture for Chuck, mm. that's all. Oh, Visions. Yes. Yes. Which is great. That's like Fellini's Satyricon. It's like you went nuts with the lighting yes. and it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. I just did discover, actually, that unfortunately all of Chuck Vincent's negatives for Platinum Pictures, including Visions, uh, were destroyed a couple years ago. Because the company was trying to buy them to really reissue yeah. Chuck's movies. And the guy who he sold the movies to while he was dying of AIDS um, tossed them out. He's like, I don't, I don't, think, I don't own these. I'm going to throw them away. Because he'd forgotten that he owned them. So... How, how did he throw them away? He, I think the lab contacted him and was like... Uh, they said, so we're holding this for you. What do you want us to do with this? And he didn't recognize the titles as something that he was personally involved with. So I think he was just like, oh, no, you can, you can discard that. So they threw them in the garbage? Yeah. Which is... It's basically his legacy. It's oh, terrible. Because everything is HD now. So yeah, yeah. if you don't have a pre-print element, then it's kind of like, oh, it's oh. not going to continue on with oh, future generations. What was generations. this guy that, he, that I Chuck I forget left. what his name was. Well, the thing about Chuck is that he like double sold stuff. So he sold some platinum picture stuff to DistroPix. And so they had video rights for the X stuff. And then he sold his R-rated stuff to this other company, but then they also got the X-rated negatives, even though they didn't own video rights. I see. In the U.S. It was very, yeah, it was complicated. It was, because it was, I mean, yeah, Chuck was kind of on his, he was on his last legs. I think he just needed money to survive. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. So, I thought he had done pretty well, very well. Yeah. Bought a lot of equipment, camera yeah. equipment and stuff. Yeah, his movies always look good, and he worked with really good people. I'm kind of surprised you only did one movie for him, but I guess by that time you yeah. were doing so much with Walter. Well, no, he didn't want me anymore. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's well. He he partnered with Larry, I guess. Larry was yeah. or Chuck, I think, yeah. was like that. Once he found somebody, he stuck with them yeah. for a no, long time. No, Larry was with him a long time. Yeah. But uh, Ch uh, Chuck and I were great friends. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 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 was him laughing. I've heard only good things about Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised because I remember he said, you know, one of, one of these young fellows is going to be very rich when I'm dead. Mm. But I, so I didn't. Apparently not. Well, no? maybe Distropix, I think, because they, they've distributed a lot of movies that he did, like Roommates and yeah. you know, the big ones and things. But they don't have any elements to restore them. They have like a 35 millimeter print of a softcore version of Roommates. So I don't know what they're going to do. 
that's Joe and I have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's I the one who told believe... me. And we were, we both had like so, a, we had like a, a day of mourning because we were so upset. I can't believe the negatives are gone. Yeah. We were very that's upset. That's worse than me. Well, yeah. Well, and it's, well, it reminds me of when we were looking through your collection yeah, yeah. and there were negatives missing. We were like, yeah, where is, they're still missing. where's Mystique? Jo- where is LL Glitter? Joe promised to <laughs> find them. Well, we're still and looking. And as I, uh, I have a one inch master of Mystique that's in the back if he yeah, wants to take it. And there was another one too. Oh, Tiffany Minx. Yeah. Which well, I love. One inch master? No. no. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Everything needs to be HD now. Oh. So, Yeah. Because, yeah, as as TVs and, and But one inch used to be the state of the art. I know. And I think that's why uh, DistroPicks just ran with it for a while. But now, with the technology improving, they have to look great. So, um, well, yeah, I, well, I think, the, but didn't didn't Joe have the negative of the Playgirl? I think so. I think yes. so. We need to put that out. Yeah. I well, he's got movie. a whole bunch of stuff. I don't, I don't know. There's a list somewhere. Yes. But well, he, I know he, he knows fringe, better than He has not. the Walter movies. He has Fringe Benefits and Slip Up. Mm. Which, yeah. There's definitely Walter's sense of humor. <laughs> they're oh, very, yeah. They're very, like, loosey-goosey kind of... Well, um, he, as I told you, he, he thought he was making social satire. Yes. I said, Walter, they're fucked up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that's and so. If Walter had kind of these, would you call them like delusions of grandeur, sort of? Uh, or is that too strong? That's too strong. It wasn't like he that. he really wanted to make a statement. He okay. Said, and socially, I okay. said, "What what the fuck?" Right. <laughs> but was did uh, I, I had nothing to do with um, French benefits? Slip no, up. that's before me. And then liquid assets, you had said was all yes. him too. That you just shot it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, he said, I, uh, I said, okay, you can make a picture now. You write the script. And, right. And that was a social it satire. Is, it is very, yes, it's very social satire. There's that whole scene with Fred Lincoln as the judge. and Yes, yes. Yes, it's very soapboxy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we get it. Yeah, I mean, I love that movie, but it's it definitely stops the movie cold. <laughs> so he can make a statement. Um, but was Michael ever like that? I mean, was he trying to say anything oh, no, with these movies? Oh, no, I don't movies? think so. No. No, I don't think he was aware that he was trying to kill women. It was just latent. Uh, that, <laughs> it was something, uh, you That's know. what he did. He yeah. killed women. Yeah. <laughs> On screen? Yeah. I, I wasn't aware at the time that any of this was... Uh, well, I thought it a bit odd that mm. you could actually do that. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember one... Just one scene, back of a truck with an acetylene torch, is this? Yes, that's from Curse of Her Flesh. Yeah, it's a big, and it's like the truck is, it's driving, so it's like, yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. That scared me. Yeah. Yeah. Had to have. That's, that's wild. That scared me. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. No. Yeah, I mean, his movies got progressively more, more violent (laughs) and more risky. And yeah, that's why it's funny because then he ends that cycle with Manasadika and it's not like the others at all because it isn't it isn't rough. It's not, you know, nasty. No, No, it's very like artistic. And well, I shot that, as you know. Yeah. In 16. Mm hmm. Uh, And in bold color. Yeah. Yes. Which was different for him, too, because everything he shot before was black and white. Colors expensive. Yeah, and uh, we shot at a place that we rented. He rented. He did all the stuff. I I did mm. I did nothing. Right. You just showed up and did what he asked. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think it was still, can you believe this, studying piano at the time. Wow, okay. I, I think so. Yeah. And I was playing um, for different venues. Mm. Henry Street Settlement or, uh, Chorus, mm. if you will. Yeah. Um, third, uh, where else? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Ballet school in Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So movies were definitely not. No. You didn't think movies no, were no. going to be your future at all. No, I had nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just it sort of hanging around. Right. And, uh, but I knew the piano wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. I was nowhere near uh, good enough to, mm -hmm. to be what Vladimir Horowitz was. Mm. Vladimir Horowitz. Well, that's you're not alone. The the guys here don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know I get excited about the like the contemporary people who come in to record here. If no. you'd mentioned that like a famous a world famous yeah. concert pianist well, came in, uh, I'd be like, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just very yeah. It's some it's a world of of of. Uh... Byron Janice was here, and the guys said, oh. Now I do know that name. He's a world-class pianist. Yeah. He, he doesn't play anymore. He's mm -hmm. too old. Yeah. Uh, but it was beyond world-class. Who, they said? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, he didn't come here to play. He'd written a, <laughs> theater, a play. Mm -hmm. I wish he hadn't done that. Yeah. And they recorded it. And his wife, you'll like this, yeah. is uh, Maria Cooper. Oh, uh, why do I know that name? Uh, Maria Cooper... Uh, uh, Janice, Maria mm. Cooper Janice. Um, Why do you know that name? The daughter of Gary Cooper. That's right. Okay, yes. Because I've seen her name in interviews talking about him. So you yeah. have. Yes, okay. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Did you talk to her about her dad at all? Oh, no. yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, high noon. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. I love Gary Cooper. Maria Cooper. Wow. Yeah. And you had mentioned that the name Anna Riva that you used was from Marlena Dietrich's daughter. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, I made that up. Yes. Uh, her daughter's name, first name was not Anna. No. It was Mar Maria Riva. Yeah, it was Maria Riva. Yeah, because it was something that <laughs> flowed really nicely. <laughs> a nice musical rhythm to it. I don't know why I took that name. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Well, it's interesting because I think it shows that by that time you were into film because I don't know if just anyone would yeah. have known who Marlene Dietrich's daughter was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get, well, Michael's introducing me all, all, these all the time. Right. But truly, until I met him, well, when I was 16, mm. uh, I, I didn't know any things. I knew like, yeah. The Wizard of Oz was on television. Right, and, uh, right. Nothing, I didn't know. And look at you now. You know all this stuff. I know everything. <laughs> You're an encyclopedia of, of classic <laughs> Hollywood. It's it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a world where you never saw like Dodsworth or <laughs> oh. any of the William Wyler oh. movies or William any, Wyler? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I no. can't imagine a world where I didn't I didn't know William Wyler. The Little Foxes. Oh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Can't live without that. No. 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 I consider William Wyler one of the greatest directors. Yeah. Yeah. Ever and and really crazily, just below that would be Billy Wilder. Yes, uh, who um, absolutely both uh, Austrian refugees. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 
yeah, well, Billy Wilder, I think people forget his darker stuff because they remember his comedies. But like oh, the no, Lost no. Weekend, he, oh, my he, goodness. He made pretty yeah. nasty things. He did. Which I like, yeah. <laughs> well, Sunset Boulevard ain't no yes. walk in the park. No, Sunset Boulevard still it packs a wallop when you watch it. Yeah. it's just, yeah. yeah, it's... Yeah, that's one I would like to... Do you ever go see any of the any movies in the theater, like when they reissue things? Like no, film well, I haven't been anything? out in two years. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, when things were normal. Because uh, <laughs> I know, like I saw, I ran into Peggy Sarno at a screening of um, Jean Renoir's Grand Illusion. Oh, and yeah. She was there. It was after Joe had passed, but... Yeah, it was just like, yeah, I wanted where, to see where this Where was movie. it? At the Paris it or was at, uh, It was at Film Forum on yeah. Houston. Yeah. So Peggy's still around? She is, yeah, still in that apartment. Is she really? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yes. Yeah, I don't think that's changed. I mean, that's prime real estate, I don't think. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, no the building's still there. I'm surprised they haven't kicked her out. I know, yeah. But, uh, no, I think she's doing well. Yeah. No, I... I've I my territory is about eleven blocks. It's mm-hmm. from here to Columbus Circle. Right. Well, even like uh, well, Lincoln Center does screening sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Classes, I can do not that. Not too many. I can do that. Yeah, I wish they did more. Um, I do remember that actually. You said yo when we went to the Quad Cinema, you're like, oh, I have to go downtown. <laughs> to go downtown below yeah, <laughs> below Forty yeah. Second. It's like yes. Well, <laughs> that's right. Uh, I'm yeah. so low. These I told you these guys are coming to, uh, I don't know, show a couple of films at the uh, Tribeca Film Festival. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, I'll do that, but you have to get me in there and mm. get me out. Yeah. I don't know where it is. No. So then you need an escort to and from. Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh, okay, so we're seeing the Yeti. Oh, there he is. The Wait. Yeti is Ed Adlam. Of course he is. <laughs> I know that. Oh, you did know that. Okay. Because you, so you did remember that part. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, she's, He's very t- athletic. Tippy sh- sewed the suit for him. Oh, okay. So she, she was... made the suit. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. And I said, Tippy, there's a zipper up the back. How am I supposed to. Right. What am I going to do with the zipper in right. the Eddie suit? Right. But then, if you got it, that actually would match with the way that the story goes, where it turns out that the and Yeti's it's a fake. fake. Yeah. yeah. I do like that twist in the story, actually. I think it's... But, um... So it is a fake. Now, Ed, have you met Ed Adlam? No, uh, I'd love to, because... He, yeah. He's not very big. No. You wouldn't. T- you couldn't tell from that. No. No. Well. Now, here's a question. Do you, Roberta Finley, do you believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> do you believe in ghosts? No. 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 Uh, no. No. And this movie is kind of like, there is no Bigfoot. It's just, <laughs> you know. Oh. Just a little bit of blood. Yeah, the movie is not as graphic. No, that's not very good. Not a lot. Um, that's why that sequence with the throat slitting in the bathtub thing is so, it's so jolting, because... It really is the most violent thing in the movie. Um, and it's very atypical for Michael, because you would think that he would want to get a little more yeah, gritty. But So this came out in 1974, but okay. I feel like it was made, it might have been made earlier than that. 
Oh, I, I, I just don't, don't know. Okay. I, I wouldn't know. Okay. More food. Roberta Finley. Yeah, food, um... food. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. I don't remember shooting food. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, for, for food... I think food for you is like Ron Sullivan's like toilet. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah, if it's a Roberta yeah. Finley film, yeah. we're gonna see no, food. Ron, Ron was uh, obsessed with porcelain. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, invariably drove Walter crazy on various shoots. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he'd be a big of uh, room, whatever, mm. and he'd get us jammed into his the tiniest bathroom. God. <laughs> It looks, but it's interesting because the way that you shoot those, like I'm thinking of Babylon Pink where oh, that's yeah. in the bathroom. And yeah. the way that you shoot it, it's still, it doesn't look as cramped as I'm sure it was. Oh, yeah. Because it, it still has terrible. a sense of scope to it the way you shot it. Yeah, lit. no, it's incredibly uh, cramped. That, yeah. that bath, that's Ron's bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's his apartment. Yeah, okay. On the east side. With, uh, that was the one that he lived in with? Joni. Joni, okay. Yeah, where he, she threw out the mattress. At the end of the shoot. That's why. It's a brand new bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had been ruined by Vanessa Del Rio and yes, Dave exactly. Ruby. <laughs> right? You can't use that again. No. Yeah. So she threw it out, right. and he did as she said. Mm-hmm. I remember I said, why is the mattress standing up in the hallway? What is that? Yeah. And Ron said it's on its way to be disposed of. I mean, she didn't want to, like, try fumigating at first or something. <laughs> I don't know if that works, but it's just, you know. No. That's wild. She objected. Uh, I, I don't remember her being there, mm-hmm. act, uh, maybe in the beginning of it. But she, yeah. but she didn't think this was very uh, humorous. No. No. That's interesting, if because if she was the niece of Ava Layton, right. she at least has family that's also in the business. Yeah, so I know. I guess it was different. That's at, like, a... An arm's length, I guess, where she's not yeah. necessarily aware. Well, she aware wasn't of... involved. Yes, yeah, yeah. she didn't wasn't aware of how the sausage was made. She just, you know, knew that it was lucrative, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I remember that that weekend. Uh... Yeah, that's wild too, and that's the interesting thing. Whenever I see any of these movies, so, some of them it's shocking that it was shot over three days because yeah, it looks like that. it was much more. Oh, I know. There's a lot of locations. Yeah, so it, it's we running move, all over. We the move place. fast. Yeah, we move quickly, and uh, I always uh, uh, wanted that in those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, we didn't. I didn't have any gear. Yeah. Uh, so it was all rental, and uh, the camera house would rent you. You'd get a one-day rental for three days. Okay. That's what yes. it amounted to. Yes. Okay. So I said, and I, and I think, was that, was it Babylon Pink or Fantasex that was on uh, uh, Labor Day? And we I got think it was Fantasex. Fantasex? I believe it was Fantasex. Then we got an extra, extra day. Yeah. Extra day. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah, Fantasex. That was my brilliant move. Yes. Idiot moron. Selling out. <laughs> Selling, giving Howard your share. But then you still went back in business with him later. So yes. I think oh, that's no. good. Yeah, well, yeah. No, he didn't do anything. No, no. Yeah, I just think it's... I like the continuity of that where you you work with a lot of the same people. Yeah. Well, he you know didn't they're... do anything. Yeah. I said, Howard, Ron, uh, buy me out. So they gave me back $5,000 or whatever that I originally put in. Yeah. And they made a fortune Yeah. in 30 film terms. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, but the distribution thing is just, it takes... Well, 
it takes a special kind of person for that. Well, I became the distributor for yes, our stuff. For the, yeah, for, oh, for the X-rated? Oh, yes. The, I thought Walter, Everything. did Walter handle that no, or no? Oh, that's me. right, because Howard made you pay him to teach you. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> right, okay. He, he uh, paid, we paid with Justine. Yeah, that's right. We made Justine okay. and Platinum Paradise together. Right. And uh, we gave him 10%, I think it was, of Justine to teach me how to distribute, which is, uh, uh, there is a, a method, actually, mm -hmm. methodology, yeah. the big print book and so on, keeping track of prints and so on. Right. Yeah, no, I was the distributor. Oof. <laughs> I mean, it's, the, it's where the money is, but it's also just, yeah, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot, especially if you're also the creative lead on well, your own project, so it really is a lot. I mean, even, I, don't, I think Chuck, I don't know how Chuck did it with Platinum Pictures. I don't. I don't know. In addition to making all of his movies year after year, yeah. See this running thing with Ed Adlam. I would not oh. know that he was short. <laughs> yeah, he was short. Probably still is. Yeah. Um, well, I've I practically and physically was the distributor. Mm. Chuck may not have been. He may have had someone on staff. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was a lot of work. Yeah. And this, I think this was distributed by uh, a company. Oh, I forget what the name of the company was, but it didn't distribute a lot of other movies. I, I didn't know if maybe Ed and Mike distributed themselves, but... I doubt it. Yeah, it's I don't think Mike a special distributed thing to do. You can't just distribute one film, right. for example. Right, No one will pay you. Right. Uh, well, I... I don't know. It's interesting because I know that Michael had this relationship with Stan Borden forever. So I always wondered why he didn't go. I mean, did you take Slaughter to Stan Borden? No, I initially? don't think he did. Okay. No. I guess he just wanted to break from that. That that was the very first early days. Yeah. Because uh... I think Manasadik is the last one that he yeah. did with Stan. And then after that, it, he partnered with Jack Brabman and did like four movies for Distropix. Okay, um, I don't know anything about yeah. them. Yeah, well, one of them has Lenny Leonard Kurtman's name on it, which ah, is weird. Leon, Leonard. Huh? Yes, at which I don't know why they worked with him, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this time, because at this time this was made, he had done a horror movie too. He'd done Carnival of Blood, which was really um, very low quality because he he didn't have a good crew. No, well, he never did. No, except, except... <laughs> usually had film students that he. Well, he had to when, pay him to work they, on that. They were locked up some somewhere, and he yeah. he abandoned them. That yeah, that, that sounds like the Leonard Kurtman I I keep hearing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah not good. Well, because I know like Chuck Smith worked with him a bunch. Chuck Smith. Yeah, Chuck Smith photographed a bunch of movies. My for Chuck Leonard. Smith. Yeah. C. Davis C. Smith. C. Davis Smith. Yeah, he direct, he's photographed a lot of movies for, for um. Linda Kurtman and Zebedee Colt, both of them. I didn't know that. Yeah, he used the name Charles Lamont. Is Chuck those. still with us? No, he passed away a couple of years ago. Oh. Yeah, I think he was in, he was in a facility for a while. Oh. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Chuck was great, um, and he dealt with Doris Wishman, so he really was a saint. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean. Oh, I see. And that's interesting because I mean, well, that... he was a good friend of Shackleton. That's that's how I met yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, and then of course we, he got mad at him. Well, didn't <laughs> didn't everybody? <laughs> right. No, I mean, because he. Uh... 
He stole his girlfriend. Oh, well. For a while, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, no, uh, Shackleton was the... Um, yes. He got mad at Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he took off the suit, huh? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, it, it was not Ed underneath. It was the Tom Ellis, the, the crazy guy. But, uh, yeah, because we're reaching the climax of the movie, and this is when... It's very Berlioz. Like, it's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> it's basically the whole fourth section, the Witch's Sabbath part of the oh. uh, Symphony Fantastique. Yes. Yeah. Well, you you appreciate, you know, of course, all this music is stolen. There's, yeah. There's no uh, <coughs> co uh, copyright mm. uh, anything. Right. And I, I don't know if he... If he stole American stuff, or, uh, I, w I was taught, and I don't know, maybe Michael taught me this, mm -hmm. to steal the R Russian label. Oh, yes, because of Artia. copyright yeah. or something, yeah. Where they wouldn't uh, pursue anybody. Right. And these are Russian recordings with Russian orchestras. Oof. Wow. They're great. I mean, and yeah. he uses them in, all, in everything. Um, and I guess we have you to thank for that because you, because you, because you, it adds a, it really adds a sense of, um, not necessarily sophistication, well, but definitely, yeah, I mean, they're really well chosen tracks. They, they do heighten the drama and they match. So, you know. Well, what else could anybody, what could we do? They can't hire an orchestra. No. Or and compose. And yeah, getting original music. I mean, that wasn't uh, something that no, a lot of people not, had budget not for. Not possible. No. Right. Yeah, so Ed Kelleher is at this table oh, is somewhere. He? Yes. Because he's credited as being one of the guests. Or uncredited, but. Well, that's not him. He ain't black. And he's not bald. He's not bald. Okay. Oh, it does matter. That's not him. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's at the yes, end of the that's table. Him. Okay. But he had reddish hair. Well, I guess I turned it black. He kind of but... he kind of has like a Manson look to yes, him, sort he does. of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of, sort of, but friendlier. Friendlier, a friendlier Charles Manson. Yeah, no. It's very nice. Yeah, I do like this twist actually, where it turns out that it there is no Bigfoot. It's <laughs> it's their plan to bring people out into the country to feast as as part of this secret cannibal cult. <coughs> Trying to think if that's possibly Ed's living room. <sighs> yeah, I wonder. Ed would definitely know. Hopefully he'll be in oh, yeah. on this release. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He could tell you where the locations were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What am I crazy? This is your job, buddy. Hmm. Yeah, because this is the last. <laughs> yeah, as I mentioned, I think this is the non-X, the last non-X title that Michael made, because he did. After this, he I know he did um, Funk in 3D. He did a movie called Virgins in Heat, which is just a bunch of loops he edited together. And then he did a lot of he did a shot a lot of gay porn for John and Lamamero. He was their photographer. Michael shot for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Which apparently was very difficult for him because shooting <coughs> shooting men having sex is not necessarily I don't think something that he was prepared for no. in his career. Mm -hmm. Didn't no. care for that. No, I don't believe so. Um, <coughs> well, 
Well, he, uh, uh, how the subject of sex altogether mm. was not something that he no. could deal with. Gosh. Uh, men or women. <laughs> just so, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the guy because it just sounds like he had so, he just, he had problems he didn't know how to deal with. <coughs> he certainly did. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, but at the very least he was well read and. Oh, yes. Indeed. He was very, always oh, very smart, very yeah. bright. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Well, that design with the the 3D lenses, yeah, I yeah. mean, that could have really well, put him on the map. Of, well, it did. It, it's still used today. It's it a, is. It's okay. a, a taking a portable taking lens system that's uh, portable, mm -hmm. and and that was never the case. They needed right. gigantic cameras in Hollywood okay. to, uh, with a tremendous amount of light. Right. Yes. Light loss was enormous. Right. And crazily enough, you'll like this. Mm. Um, before I met Walter, mm -hmm. uh, Michael and Walter collaborated on the 3D system. Oh, okay. At the Paramount Hotel, because Walter was oh, at the Paramount okay. Hotel, and Stan okay. Borden was there. Yeah. And according to Michael, I mm -hmm. guess, Walter stole uh, a lot of the stuff that... Oh. He worked on, and I believe him. <laughs> I, I actually, I believe him. Michael was not the, the theft type. No. No. Uh-uh. No. So he wasn't like a boy cried wolf if he said something. No, he, he said that it. if that's right. Wow. And uh, I still have the papers here from the 3D system that Walter was working on, but they were both doing it together, and it's long before wow. he met me. Yeah. Crazily. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think of what year that would have been. Oh, uh, the late 60s? Okay. Yeah. Early 70s? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. I met Walter in 78, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, yeah, it was after Shackleton. And then you oh, did yes. some movies for Darby in between. Yes, yeah. I did. And it went with my husband, which... <laughs> is a delight which we just we yeah. did a commentary on last year yeah. it seems like an annual thing Roberta that we do a commentary every year and it, you know I mean yeah I know that you say you don't remember anything but you no. really do it's it's in there somewhere yeah. it, it comes out anyone but my husband yes yes great movie yeah I love it even Fil with CJ Lang <laughs> filled with food I yes, don't remember that opens with food sticking a carrot into a chicken yeah yeah but yeah. then there's a big spread wasn't there on yes. the dining room floor yeah I remember that yeah it's funny because I don't eat mu at all yes it's kind of like well maybe it's like Michael with killing women on camera it's like you put food on camera yeah, so I don't but you're not going to eat it right yeah. exactly <laughs> right yeah Um, yeah, so we're winding down here, and um, I was trying to think of anything else I wanted to ask you about this movie. Well, what did they do with the guy in the Yeti suit? The guy in the Yeti suit was Tom Ellis. I know. Oh, so he's he's one of the members of the cannibal cult. So... And this is the this is the only guy this is the only guy left who survived. Oh. So, 
But they they hint at this at the beginning because this professor took him to a restaurant in the city. Yeah. And fed him a special meal that was human meat. So they've, <laughs> they've already buttered him up with human flesh. So I they, see. they're like, you'll be one of us now, essentially. So the cannibal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, was the Yeti, is the Yeti supposed to be a cannibal? Yeah, the Yeti is, the Yeti is that, is this guy, that's the guy yeah, who's yeah. the Yeti. Yeah. So he's one of the cannibals. But I mean, is he, is, in legend, this will kept, I don't know. Anything. I don't think so. I think that, I think he's supposed to be like the missing link, right? So oh. he's like, I think he's supposed to eat like animals and and things in the wilderness, but not, but not, but not people. I don't believe no. no. So yeah, Ed was just. I think Ed, the two Eds were just kind of like <laughs> swinging at <I> think <laughs> whatever they could get. They yeah, I mean that's the thing that the Bigfoot and Yeti mythology is really kind of thrown out the window. I see. Um, well, you must have seen the abominable snowman of the Himalayas. Yeah, it's Terrence Fisher. Yeah, love that movie. It's, and it's good because it doesn't really show the monster. It's no, mostly about no. the expedition itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Peter Cushing, oh, one of my favorites. Peter Cushing. Yeah, I love Peter Cushing. See, you do like horror movies. You like that well, one. That, that's, yes. <laughs> it's barely a horror movie. Yeah, right. as, well, as long as Peter Cushing's there. Yes, there's a sense of it. Yeah. Right. And then what's his face? Forrest Tucker. Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot about him. Yes, Forrest Tucker. Can't beat Forrest Tucker. So mm. this is what I'm shooting. This is yes, a lot of uh, yeah, more more of you down on the ground as they yeah attack your camera. I was always very big on down on the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah, those towering things. I just think it's interesting that this is one of your earlier movies that you shot, and you can still see like your interest in lighting and shadow. Yeah, and it's. It's it's really early in your like self education because oh it is yes you, you still had so much it's, more to learn and, oh, and teach indeed. yourself and then I think this is also before you were editing as well I think because um, wasn't Altar of Lust the one where you edited the negative you tried cutting the negative yeah, of that I yeah so I <laughs> no, think no the Shackleton was... pictures I I cut myself okay. I had to right on a six the, all I could get was a sixteen millimeter work print is it the, oh, yeah. that's all I would have. Wow. Let me. Yeah, it's yeah. a shot of thirty-five, but I had to see. Yeah, and I, I do. I told you that. Mm. I do believe that to save money, I, I cut the negative on mm. uh, Altar of Lust. I guess. Yeah. And the lab said, "Listen, <laughs> do us a favor, please." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's listen, like I'm spaghetti. learning. Oh God. <laughs> Likes, oh god! But but I'm betting that that was a mistake that you knew that you only made once, right? Well, you no, no, that. no. I, I, they meant every splice was mm. badly done. Right. A hot splice, cement okay. hot splice. They meant do not cut negatives anymore. Oh there's yeah, specialist. Yeah. Oh, there's a um, yeah. that cut uh, negative. The negative cutters. Right. Civilians don't do that. No. No. So that was the last negative I cut, but yeah. it was uh, Shackleton said you got, you got to do everything yourself. So, mm. so it costs twelve cents. Saves you money. Saves him money. Yeah. You got to save a buck. 